You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Packernet Podcast. I am your host and resident panelist, as always, Ryan Schlipp. Check us out online, packernet.com. Find me on Twitter, pack underscore daddy. Well, it's Sunday, which means we get to watch all the fun and exciting action that doesn't include the Green Bay Packers. To some degree, we actually get to sit back, relax, and watch some football with very little little stress. Unfortunately, um, if the Bears and Vikings were ever going to win a game, it's going to be this week. So I want to get through all the games, want to look at... Um, what matters for us. And I think that's going to be it. It's going to be a very short episode today, but I just want to be able to give you that. If you're interested, here you go. If you're not, then I'll talk to you tomorrow for hopefully a laughing at the enemy segment. All right, here we go. So right off the bat, 2-1 and one Atlanta Falcons are going to take on the 1-2 and two Jacksonville Jaguars. It's relatively obvious what would be most beneficial for the Green Bay Packers. With the Packers losing to the... Um, the Lions, the Packers, if the season ended today, are now out of the playoffs. The Lions have jumped up into the number three seed. The Packers right now are the number 10 seed. Only seven seeds get into the playoffs. So we're quite a ways down from there. So um, the Falcons losing doesn't necessarily help us. It can possibly down the road, but ultimately they're the fourth seed. There has to be somebody in that NFC South slot. So even if they lose and get knocked out, the Saints probably will just move into that spot. They're still the four seed, and the Falcons would still be ahead of us because the Falcons beat us. But still, long term, never know what's going to happen. Best case scenario is probably the Falcons losing this game. Right now, the Jacksonville Jaguars are three-point favorites. However, I actually have the Falcons winning this game 22-19. to So we'll see what happens with that one. Um, but I would absolutely be betting the Falcons in this game. Bengals-Titans doesn't really have any relevance to us, however. Both teams are 1-2, and two, both teams not very good, and Tennessee probably looking for a complete kill shot for Cincinnati. However, I do have Cincinnati winning in a very low-scoring game, 17-15. Steelers against the Houston Texans. Texans looking to prove that they're real. Steelers looking to prove that you know, early in the season was kind of a fluke, and they're actually pretty good and all that stuff. Pittsburgh is two-and-a-half-point favorites. However, I have a 21-20 Houston actually winning this game. Defenses have actually been pretty comparable so far this year, and Houston's offense has actually been marginally better, although, again, that might be due to an anomaly in Week 1. We'll see. It's also worth noting that Laramie Tunsil is not going to be playing in this game. One of the better offensive linemen, so it's worth noting. Yeah, Rams at the Colts. Rams not necessarily a massive threat to the Packers right now, but if they win, they go to 2-2, two and two, they are tied with us, etc., etc. Probably best to root for the Colts here. Uh, they actually have this as a pick, which I very rarely see, but it is understandable. I've got the Rams at 23.2 points and Indy at 23.8 points, so I am leaning Indy, but very, very slightly leaning. They also have the over-under set at 45.5. I've got it at 47, so... Very, very close game, but again, slight, slight, slight edge to Indy. 
Saints, Bucks. I mean, if we want a team to win the NFC South, we probably want it to be the Saints because that's the team we beat. It's always a good thing to look bigger and stronger than the uh, biggest and strongest team, you know. But still, these are two two and one NFC South teams, so it kind of doesn't matter which way it goes, I suppose. But I would still lean Saints for the reason that I said. And I do have the Saints winning. I have the Saints winning 17 to 15. Another very man, a lot of low scoring, crappy games here. 17 uh, 15 New Orleans. That's a uh, total of 32 and a half points. After that, Washington Commanders, Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to be rooting for the Commanders here. There's a lot of different rooting interests you can have. I mean, for some Packer fans, you're looking at it and saying, hey, just give us a really high pick already. Um, For others, you can say, well, we're not really competing with Philly. We're more competing with Washington, so we should just hope for Philly to win. I just, I like to see the top dogs fall a little bit. It's kind of a win-win. If Philadelphia slips, that's a good thing. That is the top of the NFC. Puts us even closer to that. But yeah, if Philly stomps out Washington, Washington right now is the 8th seed, so they're just a little bit ahead of us. So yes, that would help us a little bit also. Probably should just root for Philadelphia as we all battle for, you know, second place. Or third place, I guess. I forgot the 49ers. But I don't know. I'll be happy either way. Vegas right now has Philadelphia as 9-point favorites. They have the total at 43. I have Philadelphia as 13-point favorites with the total at 46.8. So over, and Philly. Miami and Buffalo, I really don't know. I don't know how I feel about Miami. On on one hand, I hate Miami. I don't know why. I just, I don't like their coach very much. Everybody's in love with the guy for being a goofball. I just think he's weird. But it's also admirable. It's kind of cool when you see a team just kind of break the mold, and you can kind of just sit back in awe and admire it. So I'm kind of enjoying it while, like, love hating them. Just, just, I don't know. It's, It's a weird thing. And then Buffalo is also teetering where it's like, You're a powerhouse and I don't like powerhouses, but I kind of like Buffalo. And they're also a deserving team that has never quite gotten their due. And and they kind of like fall into that Packers mold a little bit, although they haven't won a Super Bowl yet. But they're sort of the forgotten powerhouse that everyone, yeah, you're good and all, but let's be honest, you're not like a Super Bowl team right now. So we're not really going to talk about you. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, Buffalo is right now two and a half point favorites. I actually have Buffalo as a six point favorite with the total at 52. And I don't know, JJ, if our numbers moved or if Vegas's numbers massively moved, but something is really weird about all this because it was not like this before. I don't think we had Buffalo winning by six. Every, every one of these I've looked at so far, I was like, this is not right, but whatever. It's fine. I have more confidence in my picks now. I'm going to be losing all kinds of dollars. And by the way, with this one, I think a lot of people would look at that 23, 29, Buffalo wins the game and say there's no way Miami scores 23 after they just scored 70. They're the most innovative, powerful offenses in football, and I think that's fair. But what's being forgotten is that I'm accounting for Miami scoring 43 points, and I still have them scoring 23 because of Buffalo being, I think, the number one number one or number two defense in football, allowing just 11.7 points per game and scoring 30 points per game. So Buffalo is absolutely tearing stuff up. Uh, even with their faux pas out of the gate. And so that's how I end up with that. Minnesota, Carolina. I've got Minnesota winning pretty handsomely, unfortunately. Let me just put it this way. If Minnesota loses this game, close the freaking door. Close it, bolt it, lock it, freaking weld it shut. It's over. Carolina is... This is like if the NFL picked each game week by week, this is who they would pick. Because you're 0-3, and they're trying to lob you 
as big of a softball as they possibly can. The team scores 18 points per game, and they're giving up 27 points per game. This is it. Granted, the, the Vikings are also giving up 27 points per game. But come on, man. Minnesota Vikings, you have a good offense. I, I hate that I'm sitting here talking so positively about you, but for the love of all things, dude, if you can't beat Carolina, I know it's on the road, and I'm very sorry about that. If you can't freaking beat Carolina, you suck, and it's over. It's over. I'm not going to sit here and talk about, no, they're really good. Trust me, they're good. No, no, trust me, man. They're about to break out. <laughs> no, you suck. So Minnesota, I have winning 27-21. Vegas has them as four and a half point favorites. I have it about five and a half, so that's a little bit too dicey for me. They have the total at 46 and a half. I have it at 48. Still a little bit too close for comfort. But either way, Minnesota, very comfortable favorites. No freaking excuse. If you lose this game pending some kind of injury to Kirk Cousins or Justin Jefferson or something, if you lose this game, you suck. It's over. It's over. It's over forever. You suck. You cannot lose this game and go to 0-4. You can't. Then we have Denver and Chicago. And I'm, 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 I'm Mr. Positivity on the NFC North here today because I'm looking at this going, you know, I think Chicago can do it. The biggest thing I, th I think that works against Chicago is the locker room, which I think is ruined, although Denver is just as bad. You've got a longtime offensive lineman saying, all I've ever done here is lose and, I'm, uh, and it sucks. So that's not a great thing. So it's two kind of destroyed locker rooms. But, man, again, you want to talk about a softball, dude. You want to talk about a freaking softball. The Bears are giving up 35.3 points per game. Denver's giving up 40.7. Now, granted, that's largely because of Miami. But still, this is at home. It's in Chicago. Again, if you're going to win a game, here you go. They're, they're down on their luck. They're beaten they're broken this is it man and i'll be honest i'm kind of rooting for you a little bit as much as it makes me sick and i promise you i'm just going to be laughing at you every stupid thing you do in the game because i just can't bring myself to actually root for you but i don't want you getting that number one pick i just don't so you know win a couple please please win a few beat denver okay i'm asking i'm asking you all right, I, again, I'm not going to root for you during the game because I hate you, and I'm going to be laughing at you and mocking you and all that stuff, but win the game. Win the game, win the game, and then go on to lose most of the rest. But you got to start winning something. Unfortunately, Vegas has Denver as three-point favorites. I have Denver at almost a nine-point favorite, 32-23. to 23. I would say the same thing for Chicago, but, I mean, we already closed that door, right? If you can't win this game, it's over. It's been over. Dude, it was over before the season started. Team sucks. <laughs> then we get another super high-scoring game here. Baltimore Ravens, Cleveland Brown. No real interest for the Green Bay Packers. However, two defensive powerhouses here with teams that don't score a ton of points on offense, I guess. But a real barn burner here. I've got Cleveland winning this game. I can't see what Vegas has right now because they've got it locked over here. Uh, where else can I look? Let me check here. You have the Browns as two-point favorites. I've got the Browns at uh, 6.77. Pretty comfortable win for the Cleveland Browns, but I have it 19-12 to 12, with the total set at about 31. Raiders-Chargers, this one has some uh, kind of a lot of interest for the Packers because we play the Raiders next week. 
We play them on Monday Night Football, so we've got a big old stretch of time uh, to get prepared for this team. So it's going to be an important game for us, if you're able to, to watch it and kind of scout out the Raiders, see what they're looking like. Fortunately, I have the Raiders up against the Chargers, and uh, it's an absolute beating by the Chargers. I have the Chargers winning 33-21. to The actual spread I have at 11.91, with the total set at 53.6. Raiders right now are scoring 15 points per game and are giving up almost 26 points per game. The Chargers are scoring like 29 points per game. They're giving up 29 points per game too. But fortunately for them, this is a putrid offense. So big favorites for the Chargers, and hopefully we don't see some kind of massive resurgence from Las Vegas this week. Patriots, Cowboys, obviously we want New England to win because the Cowboys are stupid. Um, Unfortunately, that isn't how I have this going down. New England is really struggling this year, scoring 17 points per game. Uh, The defense is still a Bill Belichick defenser, only giving up 20, which is pretty solid. But uh, Dallas scoring 28.7 points per game only allowing less than 13 points per game. And uh, although they got, well, there's two kind of extremes here. They got whooped by a horrible team last week, which was a fluke, but also how they started the season was a fluke. So they kind of settle somewhere in between anyways. But I still think, um, I mean, we'll see if they can get kind of flustered by this defense. Maybe they got a shot, but I've got Dallas winning pretty handsomely here. Uh, 10.4 points, about 10.5 points spread for Dallas which uh, Vegas has at six points, so I've got it even more so for Dallas. Again, Vegas probably looking at it and kind of from a flukish standpoint for, for Dallas. The total set at 37, they've got it at 43.5, so I've got it over and Dallas. Then another beating, uh, the Arizona Cardinals going up against the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Vegas has San Francisco as 14-point favorites with the total at 43.5. I actually have it at uh, just a little under 12-point favorites. I have San Francisco winning 30-17. to 17. So shockingly, I'm leaning Arizona here as far as the spread goes because that's still an absolute beating. But yeah, I've got it at uh, just under 12-point win for San Francisco. Um, again, as far as interest goes, I suppose I would like Arizona to win. Not that that's ever going to happen. But, I mean, look, Arizona's not really competition, so we don't have to worry about them. San Francisco probably isn't really either, because I don't know that we catch them. So it's kind of a who-cares game, but as a person that just hates the 49ers, yeah, I I want Arizona to find a way to beat them. And we've got the Kansas City Chiefs and the New York Jets. (laughs) Oh, goody. Um, So Vegas has the Chiefs as 8.5-point favorites. I have it significantly more so for the Chiefs. I'm guessing, um, well, not necessarily. I was going to say, I'm guessing they're they're kind of leaning a little bit more on the Jets' defense doing something, but I don't necessarily think that's the case. I just think that they think uh, the Jets are going to score more points than I do because they have a higher overall total. But I have it 25-10 to 10, Kansas City. Kansas City winning by nearly 15 points. Not sure how real it is, but right now Kansas City's defense is one of the best in the game, allowing just 13 points per game. So... That may get exposed at some point, but is that going to happen against uh, the freaking Jets? I doubt it. So the Jets are scoring just 14 points per game going up against a team that's given up just 13 points per game. So again, I got a 25-10 Kansas City. And that is the late game. We could do Monday, but uh, not going to. We'll save that for tomorrow. That's all I got for you folks. I know it's a short one, but I was contemplating not even getting this out. And I thought, you know what? Just give them the picks. For those that want it, they can have it. For those that don't, then that's fine. 
But not a lot going on right now. Let's get through this week. We'll kind of recap, see where everybody's at, see where we're at, and we'll go from there. Have a good rest of your day. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>